Forget a thousand things every day, pal. Make sure this is one of them. Sorry, Veronica! Everybody, welcome back to Trio Planet. I'm your host Az Terrell, and today we'll be discussing if Ubisoft did indeed assassinate Assassin's Creed. Today I'm joined by my other host Jordan, aka Slasher. Hey everybody. Also, I was about to say, where's the fucking other hosts? Your mouth, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> And the other host who kept his fucking mouth shut until this time, Tyler, aka Botch. Oh wow. Uh yeah, I, I kept my mouth shut this time. He he uh, exists. He he exists. He does indeed. So, Assassin's Creed. We all know it. We all probably have grown to despise it over the recent years. <laughs> you know, given the fact that now we're no longer assassins. But, you know, we live and we we move on. So today we're going to, as I said, be discussing if Ubisoft did indeed assassinate the Assassin's Creed franchise, which basically means, did Ubisoft end up destroying the one great franchise? So I think the best place to start is, Jordan, what is your opinion on Assassin's Creed? Um, obviously, like you will, I probably enjoyed it when it first started. Um, I liked the first game, and then it got better from AC2. All the Ezio games were fucking great. Uh, three left a lot to be desired in some places, but overall, been okay. Uh, all of the Kenway games were fine, I guess. Some of them could have been better. Uh, I've learned to gr I've learned to like Unity. Syndicate is just meh. And then <coughs> Origins was great. I liked Origins. Origins was actually a really good game. I liked the story. I liked the actual uh, RPG, st not, yeah, RPG style. And then uh, Odyssey kind of, you know, put a bit of taste we'll not, in that. We'll not, we'll not talk about that. Like, it, Odyssey shouldn't be in an Assassin's Creed game. It's a fucking Roman simulator. Um, and then Valhalla. Val I can't really tell about Valhalla. Because, hmm... Valhalla was just something that happened. You're not an assassin, neither were you in Odyssey. Ten, you were a lot closer to being an assassin in Origins than you were Odyssey and Valhalla. But, yeah. What about you? What about you, Tyler? Well, I enjoyed Assassin's Creed, round about the Assassin's Creed 2 to Brotherhood. You started off as actual assassins, following the Order and the Creed. Then you decide to become pirates in Assassin's Creed 4. Then Egyptian, pretty much, a, no, sorry, skip that. You <laughs> decide to become thieves in Syndicate and Unity. Then you're an Egyptian god in Origins and become gladiators in Odyssey. And finally, you become Vikings in Valhalla. The question is, why did we go from assassins to Vikings? Hey, hey Tyler. Ubisoft. Tyler, yes. Second, Where did you get Egyptian god from? 
probably from the Animus Endgame activity in Origins, where the big gods appear. Except in Egypt. I was about to say, because I don't remember Bayek becoming a fucking god. <laughs> he basically becomes a messiah. I was about to yeah. say, I don't remember that. <laughs> He's a god to the eyes of the people. Right, in the Hidden Ones DLC, it literally starts with someone singing about Bayek. Ah, right. Go on, then. Uh, oh, overall, I miss the old ways of Assassin's Creed, following the creed. And I do, while I do like becoming a pirate every now and then, I do not like being a Viking. And that, and so much that I completely skipped Valhalla altogether. Yeah, you'd think that the the fantasy of being an uh, like an assassin Viking would be like something that's quite alluring. Mm, yeah. But in the end, you're less assassin, more dishonorable Viking. And there's all this talk about honor and Valhalla in the game, but then you've got the character Eivor, who is literally running around being like as dishonorable as possible, striking from the shadows. It's a very, very. They've basically taken the concept of Assassin's Creed, the historical settings, and instead of putting you in. Uh, a character who's in a made-up order, who's seeing the world through these like rose-tinted goggles of the order, into someone who now sees the world as it is and isn't actually part of anything. Like the only thing that Eivor's part of is Raven Rock, uh, whatever it's called, Ravensthorpe Clan. Yeah, and, and then, um, well, isn't? Eivor's main look female. Yeah. Yeah, because the only reason you choose between male and female is because Eivor is female. Odin was male. And basically that's the reason you choose. But I think I played as male. Just just because because I I chose to. I think the voice acting for Eivor's male was a lot better. Yeah, Um, the female voice acting was a lot better. Flattering places it, where emotions right. needed. It felt a bit off. It's cool. I also am not. A, I'm also not a fan of this choose your gender thing for Assassin's Creed because I feel like in this, especially in like Viking periods, because Assassin's Creed's notoriously like historically accurate. Yeah. I don't think that a woman would be like the quintessential leader of. Uh, a clan of Vikings. They can. They can, but it's exceptionally rare. Yeah. And you expect me to believe that Eivor... When it comes to, like, Viking who's... era... When it comes to Viking era, women and men were kind of, like, all warriors, and they were all basically just equal to each other a little. I mean, and again... At least you got to be both male and female, rather than just choose. Yeah, I feel... I feel like it's a half measure, the the choice aspect of it. You either want me to play a female character, or you want me to play a male character, but you want to give the option. Yeah, it's nice. It's sometimes nice to have an option when it works. But in but the context of Assassin's Creed, it doesn't it really feels, work. It feels like they've downgraded the animus. Like they've had the animus for this long, 
it seems like they've downgraded it because for some reason now it can't like recognize what gender the person was for real and what yeah. they looked like and what they did and all that. It's like the animus has just been downgraded. Enough said about the movie, the better. Um, but... I mean, wasn't it in Assassin's Creed 4 everyone could just go on the computers and enter the animus? Uh, yeah. Instead of uh, this... Black Flag, it was like a computer with a headset thing, I think. Canonically. It's a machine created by scientists. Yeah. Canonically, in the Assassin's Creed universe, there is a video game which allows you to relive historical events. In yeah, in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I think it was, uh, it, you worked for the entertainment sector of uh, Obstergo. So it was Obstergo Entertainment they worked for. And that was like one of their things that they had. And then you've got the other sides, which like the scientist sides are... You sit in a chair and do all that stuff, and um, that side of it is to find the artifacts. While the game, I think the game inside is just a front. Yeah, it's sort of the the whole idea of Assassin's Creed was you're going into the past to figure out like where these pieces of Eden were, and I feel like after. Uh, Desmond's death spoiler alert in uh, Assassin's Creed 3 they sort of didn't know where to go or what to do from there which is sort of an issue that the franchise has now been struggling with because people have been trying and trying and trying to figure out where they're going next and no one's able to Because we have been following Desmond for quite a while, from Assassin's Creed 1 all the way to 3. Yeah, by that point you've been following Desmond for years. We've been following Connor was an ancestor. Connor was an ancestor. Oh, was he? Yeah. I completely forgot, but... The whole point was of this regular guy. Yeah. And this regular guy actually has quirks from his ancestors. Well, he learned from the the ancestors, like through um, it's called the bleeding effect, where like prolonged exposure to historical events has like left him with like imprints of their knowledge, so he's able to do shit. And now we have just random British thieves or frigging Nordic Vikings. Yeah, it is a and bit it's very confusing and very completely different from what we had back in 2007. It's extremely, extremely different. And how simple the first Assassin's Creed was. I also think, like, they're trying to go too complex with it. Like, they're trying to tell these really in-depth and, like, complex stories. Like, um, Valhalla takes something ridiculous like 120 hours to fully complete. Is that to 100%? That, I don't even think that's to 100. Oh dear. I think that is to just get to the point where you can finish the main story. Not even the DLC, just the base game. To get, like, the correct ending. It's something stupid like 120 hours. And if you want to 100% complete it, it's something like 160 to 150. 
like hundred and you know it's near on two hundred hours to like a hundred percent the game. There's just too much content. And they, they did a weird thing with it where they supported it for like two years, like it was a live service thing. So like it's got more updates and more DLC than any other Assassin's Creed. It's one of the biggest flops in the Assassin's Creed franchise. Even with all the updates. But it does make me question because they're they're going to Mirage now in uh well this year, twenty twenty three. And it does make me wonder you know, why? Why are they going for it? Why have they all of a sudden decided to change back to you know, this you know stealthy focus, should I say? I assume it's because they noticed that the product didn't work the way they wanted. They wanted to change the, uh, what was it, the aspect of Assassin's Creed. But people just want to be stealthy and just stab people. Not about stealth anymore. Exactly. Well, that's that's what we're that's what we're saying. We're saying like they they've moved away from stealth to try and tell more complex stories that involve it's bigger like conflict. You're not awarded for doing stealth anymore. Yeah, there's no reason to do it. Because there was additional uh, synchronizations in the old Assassin's Creed where yeah, you get rid of extra the... stuff for being stealthy. Mm, they got rid of the whole climbing a tower thing. Look at the city to discover parts of cities. Which, obviously, I didn't. What I think the only thing that really annoyed me about some of the Ezio games, I don't know if it were all of them, is the fact that you had to unlock unlock a certain part of that part of the city, you had to do this quest and get to this point in the game. It's one of those things yeah. where. There was so much prerequisite stuff that you had to do in, like, Odyssey, uh, Valhalla, and Origins, that by the time you got to, you know, the main story, you'd forgotten what you'd done. Yeah. Like, I can't remember a single story beat in, in Valhalla or Odyssey that genuinely made me care. I, I can't remember a single one. I didn't really care. I yeah. I think for me, I I think the only the part I did enjoy a little were the parts where you relived Odin's past a little. Yeah, I like that. I, was, that was, was cool. okay. That was cool to look at. It's like how how um as Gab looked and stuff. It looked really cool. But on another hand, you just know that the events that happened with them weren't completely real. Yeah, but it felt weird playing them, knowing that they're not really gods anyway. Yeah. If you look back in Assassin's Creed 2, there's loads of fantastic memories that you have, like the death of Ezio's family, or the introduction of Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo or, is a great fucking character. Or even later on in the Ezio story, where all the Borgias die, like each one had a different personality, and interacted with Ezio differently. I think it was in Revelations where he finally got rid of... Well, was it Rodrigo or was that Brotherhood? Uh, that was Brotherhood. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, Rodrigo was the first one. Oh no, it was, uh, it was I, his I, son who was the second one. 
Yeah, either way, it still tells a very complex story. Even yeah. Revelations, where you went back to sort of following Altair's story, sort of going full circle. Like over the years, they've moved further and further away from their original, like you know, formula, where it was like you get a you get like a trilogy of games that fit together. Obviously, Assassin's Creed One falls out of that because it was like their, it was like their pilot for like a TV show. Basically, yeah. that was their proof of concept that this could work as a franchise. So the trilogy was two Brotherhood Revelations. Then you've got the Ezio trilogy. Then you've got the Kenway Saga. Then you've got um, the uh, the Revolutionary Saga Pirates. with um, with Rogue. Um, Unity and Syndicate, and then now you've got the RPG saga. But the RPG saga is so disconnected from each other that you don't really see any of the the overlap that you used to see in the the older games. You don't see the inconnectivity anymore. Yeah, like uh, Unity and Rogue in the Revolutionary Saga were like fully intertwined. Yes. In Unity, Shay's never mentioned a single time, but we know they're connected. Same with Syndicate. Syndicate goes back through because it's set in a more modern era. Like you get to see stuff like uh, Edward Kenway's like mansion in England. Uh, you get to see uh, the Jackdaw uh, places that you actually saw in like Assassin's Creed Three and, um, and Black Flag. In the game. The Jack the Ripper DLC is one of my favourite. Oh yeah. I really love the Jack the Ripper DLC. For Sim it's one of those things where there wasn't... It, Assassin's Creed didn't need to be this complex narrative on like the state of the world. It, it just needed to be a, a complex story of two sides fighting for similar goals for a different reason. They've Always had the like, you know, the the issue into the story. Yeah. Because the issue a bit, the issue artifacts are what <clears throat> both sides are after. And I think one thing I do like about Rogue specifically, and I even like, and they even state they even did it in uh, three a little, is that both sides have a little, you know, glimmer of good and bad. Yeah. Because the assassins in Assassin's Creed Rogue, they were dickheads. Like, uh, Achilles was an absolute asshole and deserved what got what came to him when you find out what he did after everything is done. And even um, Connor, I feel like Connor was a bit blind like he was too blindly to the assassins. Yeah, it's like he was indoctrinated into a fucking cult. Yeah, that is that is one of the things, isn't it? You sat there and you you thinking, uh, oh look, this whole like assassin business—they're trying to fight for free will and you know freedom for all—and the Templars want to control everyone. But to get that free will, the assassins themselves are. They're indoctrinated. They they are basically the Templars, 
but they're fighting for a cause they think is more righteous. So it's one of those things where I, I don't think there is a clear bad guy in Assassin's Creed. Like, you cannot say which side is actually good, which side's bad. It's sort of the reason I've always wanted an Assassin's Creed Templar game. Yeah. Where you play as a Templar, and Rogue sort of fulfilled that. But I prefer one where you're in a Templar, start to finish. Yeah, and you're not you're not joining the Templars, you just are one. Don't sugarcoat it. They they need to be exactly the same as they're portrayed in um the the Assassin games because they basic in Rogue they basically made the Assassins the Templars and the Templars the Assassins in their ideologies and their attitudes. Whereas I think if you if you made the good guys in the game, the Templars, and had them focused on brutal efficiency, it would be just as good as uh, having the assassins be, like, way too evil. Like, have the assassins be the ones trying to stop them. <clears throat> you could technically turn it into a horror game. Yeah. I like how Assassin's Creed has got to the point now where, like we said, it's at that point where we're learning now from those games, from the Kenway line, that the games aren't as black and white as like, the real world is. Like, it's not as black and white as good versus evil. It's not straightforward as we thought it was from uh, from the Ezio and Altair era. It's just not anymore. Even though the Altair and Ezio era were the Templars in those were basically evil as fuck. But I think um, Haytham kind of showed that what is done has, and even what his people have done, have kind of done good for the yeah. world. But it's also another thing of that Haytham uh, the only way that they did wrong to Connor, and I get Connor's grief, was Con like Hatham's the reason Connor's whole fucking family like is dead. Yeah, and, like his mother dead, and uh, Charles Lee, Lee was the reason it his mother's dead. I was glad at killing Charles Lee because I think he was an asshole. But on other hand, as well, you've got Hatham who really wanted his son to understand his side and it it comes off very well and then in his new games it's like nope uh no character like that at all i can't connect to a character in any yeah. of the new ones like origins i could connect to bayek um but i just i also recently i only just found out that is it what's her name bayek's wife What's my ex-wife's name? Aya. 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 She's related to Cassandra. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I, I knew that. I just refused to acknowledge it. I found that out from a TikTok clip. You must acknowledge that things. That Aya is... Like, Cassandra's son was shipped, off, like, yeah, was shipped off to, to Egypt. Egypt. And... Ended up having kids, obviously, and then that's who. Uh, then Aya obviously came along. So, it, I know it. 
I think in their way it was their way to connect the two worlds, but I feel it just feels strange. Yeah, it really, really does. It's one of those things where I, you sit there and you, you see it happening, and you're like, "Is this really the best? The best we can put forward? Is is this really all we can we can like put out there to like, feel like explain?" They're doing too many DLCs. Yeah, I feel like you don't need to support the game as much as they tried to do for Valhalla. I've actually never bought any of the DLCs for Origins for. I mean, I have the Valhalla ones, and the I have the Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla ones. The Odyssey ones aren't worth the money. Uh, Valhalla ones aren't worth the money. I do think, however, that um, I do think uh, what's it called? Um, it's uh, something to do with Atlantis, isn't it? From uh, yeah. I do think the first DLC, that's the one I was thinking of, the uh, the hidden ones for Origins is actually, like, probably the best DLC I've ever played. So, yeah, I do think that is the case. Isn't that, but, the, yeah, that's the origin of the Hidden Blade, isn't it? Uh, that's uh, basically a, a, just a, an assassin story inside the thing after the hidden ones are set up. Yeah. Uh, but it all... It, and it, all the things we've talked about, like, lead back to the one question of, does, has, you know, Ubisoft assassinated this franchise? Have they made it less respectable than it was? I think they did. And I think they have. I think they have. But only time will tell with the new ideas and the new releases if they are going to respect it again. It's not too and late to go back to because... the fix. Obviously, we are going to be getting a. Uh, we're going to be getting Mirage, which is basically Bayek uh, living his past uh, in the Animus. Bayek will be playing as Bayek in modern day. Not Bayek. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll wait for someone to Same. correct me then, Will. Basim. Basim, I mean. Uh, we're going to be playing as Basim in modern day. And well, technically it's Loki, uh, Basim, and we're going to be playing as Basim in his past, but we're also going to see him struggle with the Loki side. But it's going to go back to basics, back to what the games used to be. Well, it's yeah. about stealth and cool combat and stuff like that. And then there's a mobile game that's coming out that looks pretty decent, to be honest with you. Um, we're getting Netflix shows and we're getting. Um, you know, all types of different games. There's even a game coming out where it's going to be probably about the wit- the Salem ri- Witch Trials or whatever. But That'd be pretty cool. It looks like it. So anyway, I think it's during the Witch Trials times. So imagine Assassin's Creed in a Witch Trial times where witches are actually just Isu. Yeah. I, that, I, I would love that. But yeah, I think they it have... I think they have assassinated it. But... From what they have told us, I feel like they, they are going I think to they're trying to change. They're trying to get back on track, but only time will tell. Yeah. What, what about you, Um, I really miss the old style, honestly. Um, with Valhalla, in my opinion, completely flopping, and even trying to give 
uh, a bunch of DLC and daily comp. Well, is it daily? I, I don't even know because I haven't played. It, it, they tried to do like they tried to make it more MMO with like you had like daily quests that you could do. But here's the thing: the successful MMOs that still go on to this day that do it right. World yeah. of Warcraft is still going on to this day because they're doing the formula correct as an MMO. Like, Assassin's Creed isn't an MMO. I don't even think it fits an RPG. Assassin's Creed was something light and easy to get into, and now it's all complex. It was, was story-driven. Assassin's Creed had... Maybe, they had complex stories, but it was stories that you could understand and get into. Like the first few Assassin's Creeds, you're in a you're in a creed. You assassinate people that are evil. It was, and we don't have that anymore. And if we go back to basics, if we go take a step back, then maybe they can get their footing again. But if they continue the way they're going on now with Valhalla, then the franchise entirely is gonna flop and disappear. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree with you on that one. Right, because we all we all love this franchise, but we, it's gonna come to a day where we're just never gonna want to play them again. Yeah, and that is a sad day. When that day comes, I will cry. But is there anything else anyone has to say on about Assassin's Creed about you, or on the map? Your thing. Uh, yeah, I I think I think they have definitely assassinated the fun of Assassin's Creed. I don't have as much fun as I used to when I play the games. But I don't think the franchise as a whole is anywhere near death just yet. No. I feel like they've got a few years on them to to fix their mistakes and to acknowledge that we tried to do something different to revitalize. It didn't work clearly. Um, so we're, we're sort of leaning back towards the old school. You know, tried and true. When's my so, yeah. Out? Uh, I believe sometime early 2023. Uh, not mm. two. When 2023 now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's on pre-order now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else really to add. Uh, Tyler, anything? All I'm going to say is... Uh... Mm. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was the best one in my opinion, hands down. No. Bring back Assassin's Creed multiplayer. <laughs> no. What do you mean no? No. It was great. Right, I only liked Unity's multiplayer. I think Unity's Same. multiplayer was way better than all the others. Co-op Assassin's Creed will always be a great thing. But... If no one has anything to add, we'll outro this and we'll uh, we'll let everyone get on with their days. Yeah. So, uh, thank you everyone so much for watching. We do hope that you you enjoyed our little rambles and our little discussion on Ubisoft and the state of Assassin's Creed. Um, if you have your own opinions, make sure to leave a comment, like, subscribe, do all that sort of amazing stuff. Um, I've been your host, Azterel. I've been joined by my other host, Slasher, a.k.a. Jordan. Yeah, everybody. And Tyler, a.k.a. Botch. Somehow I'm still here. Somehow <laughs> he is still here. Somehow he's still not dead. I do hope everyone did enjoy, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.
Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye. We get a thousand things every day, pal. Make sure this is one of them. It's over, Anakin! bad.